Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. Let's get underway. Saturdays were made for this. The biggest names and the biggest games are right here. Triple M rocks the NRL. Thanks to our mates at King G. Welcome to the Triple M Saturday Scrum. Yes, hello everybody. Lovely to have your company. Just an hour left to share with you as we look at this grand final tomorrow night, 7.30 Suncorp Stadium. It is the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Penrith Panthers. Brent Reid, uh, we're chatting at the top of the show just about the latest state. Now, there were two locally acquired cases uh, in Queensland that were linked to that uh, aviation cluster, which is good news that they are linked. So at the moment, and you it will go ahead, 75% capacity at Suncorp Stadium. Yeah, and importantly, there were no no, uh, no cases in the community tone. So that's 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 the important thing from the NRL, NRL and the Queensland government's perspective. But at the moment, yes, we'll go ahead. 75% capacity, 30, 39,000 people. Um, and I'd expect it to stay that way uh, unless there's something dramatic tomorrow. But that, that seems unlo- unlikely at this point. So looks like we'll have 39,000 people at Suncorp for what will be a one-off, a historic grand final. And we spoke with Jai Arrow in the last hour from inside the South Sydney camp. Uh, Adam Reynolds seemed to be uh, do, practicing goal kicking, so uh, that is great news for the Rabbits. What is the, the rest of the injury news? There's a fair, a fair bit going on in Penrith. Yeah, well, obviously Toto... Um, uh, James Fisher-Harris, obviously with Tavita Pangai's out, but Tottenham Fisher-Harris and Ed Dylan Edwards is the other guy, yeah. Um, they're all expected to play. They should all be fine, so um, they'll just be missing Tavita. All right, well, we uh, looked at Penrith and a little bit of focus on them. Let's switch now to uh, the Rabbits MG. What's the key for the Bunnies? Um, I think their key is their coach. <laughs> I think that um, he's just the master of, of big games. He is... Uh, he showed many, many times over his illustrious career by getting uh, to 10 grand finals. Um, he showed in Origin last year how he got a team up off the ropes who were never expected to win. Um, and what he's done with this team, he's, he's, he's tightened the screws on their defence. It's uh, usually South City's type of play in the last couple of years was, you know, they'll let you score and then they'll score two. But uh, their, their defence in the last month has become very stingy. I, I, I go back to that game about three weeks ago. They played the Dragons just before the semi-finals, and Wayne Bennett rested all his players, and they beat the Dragons who and with none of their stars. And I said at the time, I said I think South City are going to get a lot out of this because especially the players who didn't play, watching the guys, these young guys play, and the, Blake Taff was one of his you know, earlier games, and he he starred. And I, I think the senior players kind of thought, would have thought to themselves, well, you know what, we've got something very special here. Um, then they beat um, Penrith a week later, 16-10. Then they've had a pretty, you'd say, a pretty easy victory over Manly, 36 points to 16. So if you compare the two teams coming into the game, I think they'll be fresher. I think South Sydney are going to be fresher because of the fact that they have, have the less footy they've played. Penrith, on the other hand, their last month of footy has been, you know, Parramatta they played with all their players and they beat them pretty easily. Um, then they beat. Then they got beat by South, and they had power again. A, a dog fight, eight six. Um, and last week's win over the Melbourne Storm. We just doesn't know. We don't. We won't know until uh, tomorrow night when it's probably the, halfway through the game whether that game took it out of them or not. 
or whether that steeled them for this this contest. But I think at the moment there's so many game breakers uh, in the Rabbitohs back line, but it's the men up front, the, the unheralded Mark Nichols, um, Tavita Totola. He is, he's, he's come along so much this year to, to, to Tyler in particular. He was mainly used off the bench in years gone by, but he's become a real star of their team. And I love their, I really love their back row. Um, Callum Matungi, he's, he'll push for Origin next year. Jaden Sewer, he has played Origin. And Cam Murray, well, he speaks for himself. I think that's their strength. I think that's their real strength. Um, and obviously, Damien Cook out a dummy half. Uh, they've got thread all across, all across the, uh, the field. And, um, but their main threat comes from the coaching box. And that coaching box would be, I guess, very important in what's happened is they've peaked at exactly the right time, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. I think being willing to win ugly, South Sydney haven't probably been able to do that so many times this year. They certainly did it in round one of the finals there against Penrith. They won ugly. They were willing to play for 80 minutes, and I think they showed a side that a lot of us hadn't seen, and and when they'd been put under the blowtorch earlier on the season, they sort of hadn't had that part of their game. But as you said, Wayne Bennett, He's been a focus of theirs, probably going into the finals, knowing how important the defensive element of the contest is, and he's got them up for the challenge. So I think it's about uh, it's about being willing to go out there, do the little things, um, not always go for the big plays when when you think they're at, you know, be willing to die with the football. And I think their bench is really important, Tony. I spoke to it uh, when we when we interviewed Jai before when him and Tom Burgess come on and they. They go to another gear. I think it's really important, obviously, um, that, that that's they take advantage of that situation. I actually think they've got a stronger bench than Penrith, and I think it's an area where uh, they can take advantage. And the other thing is uh, Cameron Murray, for mine. Everything good that, that South Sydney do comes off the back of Cameron Murray. So when Cameron goes, then, you know, Damien taking advantage of that, Damien Cook then combination with Cody Walker, uh, is something that we probably haven't seen um, in those really tight contests in those games. So working out ways for those guys to play the way that they do when they have those comfortable wins, but doing it against the better opposition and just working out those moments. And if they can get that right and their kicking game and Renault's okay with the groin, I think Tarf out the back of shapes, a real dangerous um, um, guy that Penrith will need to focus on. And I think Penrith have only let four tries in this whole final series. Yeah. Uh, so defensively breaking them down, uh, they need to be patient as well. If they get opportunity in Penrith's halves, as I said before, they don't even always need to go for the big play. They need to be willing just to put it in behind and maybe get three or four sets trying to get some fatigue into the Penrith defence and then capitalise on the end of that. So again, you know, patience and uh, just being confident in, in how they played that, that first week of the finals against Penrith and knowing that they can do it and then... Just the emotion as well. A lot of emotion around what South are going to be yeah. doing tomorrow. You're right about Cameron Murray. He's an impressive bloke. I mean, he's a really intelligent guy, um, fantastic kid, never puts, a, never never does a thing wrong off the field, um, and an amazing footballer. Yeah, like, incredible. What he does is probably a lot of it goes on. We don't notice it, right? A lot yep. of the stuff he does on a footy field, you have to be a, a, almost a player or a co- coach to understand what he does for a football team. But such an impressive guy. I mean, you, you know, you look at the next captain of that footy club when Adam goes, and certainly he's, he's got to be in the conversation, obviously, um, because he's a real leader. And he's a cl- as I said, off the field, he's, he's an immaculate footballer and intel- really highly intelligent guy in a great interview. Um, great bloke to deal with and, and obviously a fantastic footballer. You're right about the emotion too, Gerds. There's so much emotion around that team tomorrow night with so many guys leaving. I mean, obviously Adam Reynolds, who's been a, been a part of that club well, since he could walk, basically Adam's been a guy who grew up across the road from Redfern Oval, basically perfected his, his craft around the streets of Redfern. 
Um, used to go over to the Oval and watch them train and then be, obviously joined the Junior Bunnies and came through the Juniors and became captain of the footy club. Um, amazing story and a really emotional time for him. But, you know, there's Gagai, there's Sua, yeah. there's Wayne. I mean, the emotion could be really good, right, for, on grand final. Like, if you harness it and use it the, the correct way, it can be a real... Um, Sort of, if you well, if you don't yeah. get it right, it can be really, it can get it can get in your way a little bit. But I'm sure Wayne's obviously been around footy a long time, and no one knows how to handle these situations better than Wayne. So I'm sure it'll be a, a something that'll help them in the end. MG Reedy mentions Cam Murray. What about that match match up him and oh, Isaiah? Uh, well, I um we did the paper test yesterday where we go through each um, player and each team and, and kind of pick the strongest out of the two and. It's almost impossible to pick the strongest out of Isaiah Yo and Cam Murray. They are so, so valuable for their their individual teams. And Cam Murray, exactly what Rudy was saying, that you've got to be a real connoisseur of the game to know exactly how efficient he is in a rugby league field. Uh, he does that really hard run where you've, he's got to go deep into the defensive line and then get a ball out the back um, at, at, at speed and a, a, long pull, a long ball to his half, either Walker or uh, Reynolds, who all, all of a sudden they're on the outside of the centres um, with an overlap. And that's how they get most of the, the raids. Uh, interesting that in them, the 250-point losses, he didn't play in them. Cameron Murray didn't play in the one against Melbourne and the one against Penrith. Um, he, is, he is their most valuable player for, for mine. Without him, um, I know Latrell's gone and we put a line, I put a line through South Sydney once Latrell was out, but I, I, I'm, I'm eating my words now. Um, I, I think that... What they've done since um, they got beat by Penrith about five, six weeks ago, the last time they got beat, um, they showed then. I think I think that was the moment for mine where I thought, you know what, this team is is, is legit. Um, even though they got beat pretty convincingly, I think it was about twenty five points to twelve. They led twelve nil, um, and they looked really good in that opening thirty or forty minutes. But then they just, as Gerds mentioned, they tried to they, they tried to. Um, cut corners and go wide, go wide before they've earned the right to. Cam Murray makes sure they get that ball and they go straight ahead. And he's such an integral part of their team. And what you watch tomorrow, how many times Cam Murray runs up to the line? You think there's three or four defenders on him, and instead of getting him and driving, putting him on his back, he never gets put on his back. He always finds his knees and his elbows, which as a rugby league player is the most important thing to do, so that you get a quick play of the ball away. He does it inevitably every time he runs the ball, and it's always that last. Just before he gets to the line, that last little little shimmy that he, he gets past that first or second or third defender to find himself on his on his on his belly. So tomorrow, Penrith must get him on his back. He's they the must stop him. They must stop him from getting that that momentum that always always happens. Goods like he's the trigger. So you know, setting up defensively all week, he's the guy. If you're Dylan Edwards at the back, it's just when Murray's got the ball. If you're going to be your discipline, you're going to give away penalties. It needs to be when. He's trying to be as effective because sometimes you know that 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 can actually play in your favour uh, because everything that, that that South Sydney do uh, that's constructive with the football comes off the back of his runs and if you can stop that, unfortunately for South Sydney, I think sometimes they really struggle. Now whether it's whether he's coming out of his own and he might get in there play play three or play four when they're 20 metres out from their own line and he's the guy that'll just, you know, get to his knees, get a quick play of the ball and allow them to set up for a better kick. He's also, when they've got the football in the opposition territory, when he runs it, he's usually the guy that does their set-up piece. So he, they throw him, if he's not doing what MG said, going to the line, playing out the back, he's the guy that they'll say, take one to the post because they know off the back of his play of the ball, they'll get a little bit of time and space on the edges for Walker and the like. So... 
for Penrith, he is the key. You shut Cameron Murray down tomorrow and you go a long way to winning the contest. Well, what you do, Gerds, if you shut him down, you shut Damien Cook down as well. Because Damien Cook, eight times out of ten, will run off the back of a Cam Murray, play the ball. And if I think there's a stat running around that if every game that Damien Cook runs for seven or eight well, times in the game, they win. So and, and most times, Tone, that's on the back of a, a play the ball by Cam Murray. Yep. You mentioned uh, Latrell Mitchell. <clears throat> now, can disappointment actually sometimes galvanise football teams? And somebody, especially like Wayne Bennett and what he can do with that. Now, ever since that, the South Sydney team, they've just embraced it. He does mm. things matter-of-factly. The same with dealing this week about whether Adam Reynolds would kick goals. He just said, if he doesn't, well, we go to the next. Yeah. Uh, and that's the sort of pragmatic, simple way he deals with things. Can that in some way, the whole Latrell Mitchell, and well, we, just, we just do with what we can, mm. Does that help South Sydney? Well, I mean, everyone put a line through them, didn't they? Everyone wrote them off once they lost Latrell. So I'm sure Wayne's behind the scenes saying to them, no one thinks you can win. No one's thought thought you could win since Latrell got suspended. And I suppose that probably in a way it's galvanises the group, right? And uh, gives them an opportunity to prove everyone wrong. And I'm sure in the back of their head somewhere they're saying there's there's a thought process, right, everyone wrote us off, let's stick it up them. Let's show them what we can do. Let's show them we're not a one-man team. I'm sure... Wayne's probably, I don't think it's the overriding uh, motivation, but I'm sure there's a little bit of motivation there to prove everyone wrong that, you know, all the experts who put a line through them, the moment Latrell got suspended. And you, you're, you're keen to see the 50-point uh, stat go. I'm well, over that you? stat, you're honestly. Stat I'm sick of reading been beaten with, uh, having had 50 points oh, put please. against you. Records are made to be broken. They are, yeah. Will they be broken tomorrow night in the grand final? Uh, Reedy's Mail is next on Saturday Scrum. Triple M, Saturday Scrub for King G. Triple M rocks footy. Brent Reed has spoken to the great man, Greg Inglis. What is he up to? Reedy. 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 You've got mail. It's time. You have mail. For Reedy's mail. Well done, Reedy. Constantly working, the, the great Brent Reed. Uh, who have you been talking to? A legend. I caught up with G.I., the great Greg Inglis this week. He's over. He was in Wales, actually, because he's obviously been over in England, was playing in Super League with Warrington, retired, but he spent some time over there, or he's staying over there till the end of the end of the season, basically, end of the year. He was actually in Wales on holidays when I spoke to him. He was on a boat cruise, oh. uh, G.I., so I ended up actually uh, corresponding with him by email because he was a bit busy at the time and wasn't really at the place to do an in- interview, but I did ask him about... Board. Well, <laughs> he might have been shuffleboarding, yeah. Shuffleboard. They still he, play shuffleboard actually, on cruises? Sure he, he probably yeah. wasn't because he was in a bad way. He actually he? He sounded horrific. He told me he just had a COVID Sea-sick. test. Well, no, he had COVID test. He was feeling oh. sick. He'd come back negative, him. thankfully. But I actually asked him about Billy Slater and the Maroons. Uh-huh. He's kept an eye on things, obviously, uh, from afar. And I said to him, would you, would you be willing to come back and offer a hand to Billy if, if, if necessary, if he reached out. He said, no doubt, he'd love to help Billy. Uh, he endorsed his appointment as origin coach. Obviously, he knows him well from um, Melbourne and, and, and Queensland and said what a lot of people have said, that people don't appreciate the work ethic and the things Billy does behind the scenes. He said he'll be an outstanding success as origin coach. He said, look, if Billy needs me, if he reaches out to me, I'm here for him. Doesn't, right. doesn't matter what he wants me for one day or seven days, I'll be there for Billy. So, you know, it raises the spectre of getting the gang back together. I was going to say, he's already got. Is Cam Smith officially on board? Cam Smith's not officially on board, but there is going to be. There's obviously been contact there. So, and Jonathan Thurston was part of the team, the Before. coaching team last year. So, you know, raises the scenario that you could have Billy. 
Cam, GI, JT, all in camp together with Maroons. See, suddenly that, that goes from inspiration to uh, intimidating. Overkill, too much. Don't you think? <laughs> I think yeah. that, you know, young Queensland players are going to look around and go, oh, we're mm. never going to be yeah. half of what these guys are. Maybe. That's true. Oh, yeah. you're saying that That's... internally. Yeah. Yes. It's too much. You think it's overkill? I think it's overkill. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Anyway, GI is there if he's needed, so... But I haven't won an origin myself, so how would I know? And what's he up to, GI? So do you know what his plans are? Is he Um, going to come back to... He is coming back. He's coming back at the end of the year. He's going to do some work with his Goanna Academy, which Mm. does... um, does work with mental health and and uh, young footballers, mm. so he's going to do that. He's got a, I think he's got a clothing brand now, GI as well. Does he? Hopefully, South. Uh, I mean, he'd be he'd be great asset to yeah. any club that you know get him to come back and mentor oh, I'm sure some of the South's younger guys. Got some plans for him to be involved there as well. And yeah. I was going to go and captain Queensland. coach at Maxville, his old club. There was some talk he was going to play. Isn't yeah. Maxville in New South Wales? Yeah, yeah, that's Queensland. Well, that's Queensland. Queensland. Small Queensland. Is it Maxwell? Yeah, it's Queensland, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and Sam Burgess is going to do the same thing for that team up near Russell Crowe. Yeah, Sam, no, Sam is coaching the next yeah, year, the Arrow Valley Axemen. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be the coach there. Love How it. good. Makes you want to pull on the boots again, doesn't it? Under <laughs> <laughs> a big no. semi. Oh. No. Hey, you know what? No. I reckon he's going to make a great coach one day, Sammy. I, I know it's – I don't know whether you asked him the other day, MG, but I think that is his long-range plan to become a coach. Mm. And I just taught, He's such an inspirational bloke even now. Yeah. I think you'll be a coach one day. All right. Look, in the story, I guess, that uh, jumped out and got in the way of uh, a grand final weekend, MG, you spoke about it very well earlier in the week about your disappointment uh, with, with those Melbourne players. What's the latest with the uh, the mystery white powder, those pictures, yeah. those images that have obviously caused a lot of problems? Yeah. Uh, they're going to cop punishment. What's the next steps? So they'll cop that punishment early early next week, probably, uh, I imagine, Tuesday. It'll be Monday or Tuesday. I think it, I think it will be Tuesday. When that happens, he'll co- they'll cop punishment from the NRL in the form of, I expect, a game ban, two to four weeks, uh, and, a, and a, a fines up to maybe $40,000 for Cameron Munster. Then the club will fine them as well, I think. The club will come down as well on them. And the expectation is they will front the media early next week, probably Tuesday, uh, and basically explain their actions and apologise, a bit like Reese Walsh did for, for the New Zealand Warriors. Um, so that's the process, and then obviously we move on from there. Now the Warriors, the, the Storm, sorry, we've got an offer on the table to Brandon Smith, a contract extension. That extension's still on the table; it won't be taken off. Munster's an interesting one. He's got one more year left in his deal. A lot of talk, or two years, sorry, but a lot of talk. The uh, the expansion team will come after Munster in 2023, 20, um, and it'll be interesting to see what happens there with the Storm, whether they allow Cameron Munster to leave. My gut feel is they might. They might let Cameron Munster go at the end of twenty three because it will help them with guys like Harry Grant and some of the other guys who are trying to keep long-term. So um, that could flow. And in terms of Reese Walsh, he obviously fronted up on the weekend. But interestingly, the Warriors have reached out to Gordon Tallis to become a mentor to Reese Walsh, to, to sit down with him, talk to him, and just help him through this difficult period in his life. So, And Gordy's, uh, I spoke to Gordy on Friday, uh, and Gordy's taken up the offer. He'll sit down with Reese Walsh at some point in coming weeks, um, just, I guess, to, to, to speak to him about what he's been through and why he's made the wrong decision and how he can surround himself with the right people moving forward. If those Melbourne boys did anything right, it was staunching the bleeding very quickly on the Reese Walsh situation because the Warriors, that, that, the, the Warriors, Warriors yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean yeah. the Melbourne from that yeah. what the you know they became the news yes. uh, rather yeah. than Reese, uh, which is good. But I, I, I liked the way that he fronted up. It was really difficult and emotional yeah. and all those sorts of things. But as a young kid, I thought it was brave and and yeah. he was he seemed real and honest. Uh, I thought they handled that well. Well, the storm would cop some flack tone over the hem. Yeah. There's some essential differences, right? Reese Walsh was caught by police police with a bag of cocaine and yep. put his hand up and said, "I took it." Yep. 
the Melbourne Storm blokes have been filmed, and as we understand it from the reports and what, what I've been told is they've said we were on a drinking binge for 15 hours or whatever. We can't remember what, what we took, and we don't even know what was in the bag. Mm-hmm. So there's there's an essential difference there in that one guy's uh, – yeah. and that's why Melbourne's waiting for the NRL to finish their investigation before they do anything. And they've caught the bit well, of I'll tell you what, it wasn't in the bag. It wasn't, wasn't Panadol in that bag. No. No. Like, like, they, we, we're not, you know, we're not silly. It's just a bad look. It was a really oh, it's a bad terrible look, MG. And that's and, why and the fact that they let someone in there, someone in there in a sanctum film it is is even worse. That's the that's the worst thing about it all. I, I you know, I, I we've all. I don't give a damn what players do. I honestly don't. What they do in their in their downtime, and this is downtime. And if they want to partake in that, good luck to them. That's that, that's their prerogative. But. Um, when you let your guard down, you let someone in your inner sanctum who you probably don't know as well as you think you know, and they film you, well, you've got to suffer the consequences. Yeah, that is recipe of a disaster right yes. there, isn't it? And yes. I'm sure yeah. look, those, those points, obviously, people's – the decision-making process has pretty much gone out the window uh, yeah. by then. No matter how, you know, you might be thinking earlier, yeah, well, we're not going to get into that kind of situation. At some point, nobody's thinking, and they allow that to happen. Because you're right, MG, how are you thinking from the outside? You get, how do you oh, – do you mind if I video this? No, go ahead. Yeah, I know. should be all tickety-boo, but just don't give it to anybody else, okay? Yeah. Well. It's not happening. No. 2021, 20, it's, it's, you know. No, it's well, it keeps happening, happening, though, Tone. That's the problem. Yeah, blokes that really, some, blokes, right. some blokes don't learn. Yep. So – all right. Um, so what do, you, what do you got for the dogs? Bulldogs. Oh, bulldogs. Yeah. Look, I can fit. I can fit. Oh, Hickey Ogden and yeah. Christian Crichton. Look, um, two guys who thought they were going to get a new deal out of the Bulldogs, but it turns out they're not at the moment. The club's told them there's not an offer for for them there. Um, so they they are now on the market, joining a host of other players who are on the player market. There. Uh, and talking to people close to them, um, the expectation was, as I said, that they would get a new deal out of the Bulldogs. In fact, off here, Ogden earlier this year had a two-year two year deal on the table from the, the Bulldogs, but it got pulled. Mm-hmm. He subsequently told, "Yeah, we're going to we want to keep you," but now they're be, both being told, "No, we've just mm-hmm. you know we're, we're going a different direction. You're free to leave." So, uh, there's a couple of blokes who've now come on, I guess the uh, the the player market that didn't expect it. So, there's a couple of names that were connected with the Bulldogs through the week as well as signing, weren't they? Who was? I can't remember. Yeah, I can't either. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think, Rudy? By who do you think on November one is going to be the hottest player not to have a contract next year? Uh, next year on radio. Oh, right. like Dylan, I know Dylan uh, Walker Dylan hasn't signed next year. Right. And there's a bit of a whisper going around this. Actually, there's a bit, bit of a whisper going around this week about Dylan Walker. Actually, that maybe he mightn't stay at Manly. I've spoken to Manly about it. They think he will stay, but there was just a suggestion going around, around that maybe he will leave. He might have got offers from elsewhere. Wasn't so. Dylan. Well, he's a bloke who's close to Trent Barrett, too, so maybe that's the one you heard. Good. Mm, he yeah, it's good to workshop stuff, uh, stuff on air. Is oh, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah don't yeah. come that's with actual awesome. information. Well, no, well, just, he's, the just come with the Peter, Usually you can lead him somewhere, Rudy, really, mm, and he and picks the ball up and yeah. goes yeah, with sorry, it. No, yeah. On this occasion, he just threw it straight back at me, and I had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what makes this show so popular. It's a sad <laughs> risk, Believe it or not. All right, gents, for the final time of this season, believe it or not, uh, I think these are fairly straightforward questions for you. Um, after Sunday, after tomorrow, believe it or not, the Rabbitohs Premiership window is closed. It slams shut, Ryan Girdler. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. No. Are you going to give me a why? Is that oh, you want me to? No, a little bit. Well, I think they've. Um, I think there's exciting times for the for the rabbits ahead. They've been on a trajectory over the last couple of years, and uh, we've seen you know the influence that 
Uh, Wayne's obviously had at that club and they're losing Adam Reynolds and the like, but we've seen what Taft can do. I'm looking forward to see what Demetrio can do as a coach and I still think they've got the the basis there of a really strong core senior group who over the next couple of years I think could challenge for the title basically, Tone. All right. Okay. Ready? I'm a good. I don't believe it. I mean, you throw Luttrell in, obviously lose Adam, but you throw Luttrell in this side, as Gert said, Blake Taft, Lachlan Ilias, they've got a young hooker who's again, Peter, I can't remember his name. Um, is that his last name? That's going to be No, that's his first yeah. name. I can't remember his last name. Right. Um, okay. But anyway. That, you that, and Gerd's doing terrific with yeah. him. So yeah, just no. throwing stuff up that you don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, well, no, I think they've got some good kids coming through, and I think uh, Latrell back in that team. No, I think they're still, they'll still be in the mix next year. MG? No, I believe it. I think at least for a year or two. I think uh, it's going to take a while to get over the loss of Reynolds and, and Bennett. Yeah. Okay. All right, what about, what about this one? We, we talked about it before. Uh, uh, the Clive Churchill medalist, believe it or not, must come from the winning side. As we said, it's happened four times that a winner has come from the losing side. Uh, and, and the system has been a little bit that they've, they've sometimes picked the, uh, the winner before the final uh, siren has I gone. Think I think they've changed the system yeah. this year. I, mean, yeah, I think you, you vote and then the top three players in the vote, they re-vote. Uh, and I don't, but I don't believe that. Who's they? You don't? The, the guy, I think the it's selectors. the Australian selectors, isn't it, from memory? It? I don't believe that. No, it's for the best player in the grand final. Mm. What does the best player well, have to come for the winning team? Yep. Yeah, because usually if it's the best player in the, in the losing team, his team should have won. Yeah, but it's just for the best player. <laughs> Sometimes the best player I strongly believe. I, I strongly believe that the, the, the Clive Churchill medalist has got to come from a, a winning team. I Back in 91, Brad Clyde was the first to do it. Roy Simmons should have got it. In 92, Brad Mackay got it for St. George. One of the Broncos players should have got it. Uh, yep. DCE, likewise. Jack Whiten, when they the Roosters beat Raiders, one of the Roosters should have got it. It's It just it pricks Jack the Jack Whiten was good, though. That yeah, night. he had a great game. He, he, he was great, but yeah. if he was that great, they should have won. <laughs> no, look, you make a good point. Yeah, yeah it's hard what, to argue with that point. <laughs> for so, so what was the question, Tone? <laughs> believe it or not, the Clive Churchill medalist must come from the winning must side. Come, must um, come from the winning side. Yeah, I kind of believe it as well. Okay. Believe it or not, Tom Trebojevic's 2021 was the greatest individual season of all time, MG. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, especially a 15-week <laughs> season. It was yeah. phenomenal what we saw. I, I've seen some magnificent seasons from some magnificent players. But that just, you, you kind of, five, five hat-tricks, five times he scored three tries. It's Every time you got the ball, the, the, you know, you'd stand up in your lounge room or you'd st- people at the ground would be standing up. He's unbelievable season. That's the best I've seen. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, it's the best I've seen in my time. Um, yeah, he was, he was ridiculous, Tom. One game's on his own and completely transformed that team. And not, not many players can do that like he did. So, yeah, I believe it. Please forgive me, Tommy. I believe it. <laughs> You believe uh, Manly fans, of course I believe it. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> what are you crossing your fingers for? <laughs> that was a great season. Are you still season copying any flat goods? Yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah, still, really? No, wow. That's okay. The silence the was deafening, though, there for a couple of days, but, you know, yeah, it comes back up now and again. We're beaten by South Sydney, so well, nobody's coming to That's old news, though, Tom. I just need to move on. Move on. What's that vest you've got under your shoes? Is that a bulletproof vest? Believe it or not, and he's going to have to work quickly because I think the vote is going to be on Tuesday. <laughs> Believe it or not, Peter Volandis should run for New South Wales <laughs> Premier. Uh, yes. Yeah, yes, MG. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bloody oath. He's, he's, he's the man. He should, he'll, be, he'll be Prime Minister one day if he wants. Okay. No, I don't believe it. We need him in rugby league for a bit longer yet. 
He can do that later. He can do, he can do, he can do both. He can do all that. He can do, be the racing boss, he can be the premier, and he can run rugby league. Just that, sw- that 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 would, now, ICAC would look at that. That would be a, <laughs> a slight conflict of interest, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> well, let's do a straight oh. swap. Glad to be Gladys Berejiklian can come oh, over to the uh, run the She's uh, a Manly fan. Yeah. Manly fan. Absolutely. There you go. What about Peter Volandis? Oh, I think he's pretty busy, Tone. Mm-hmm. I think he's uh, he, he's pretty happy where he is. Keep Pete. Okay. And finally, believe it or not, a victory for Wayne Bennett tomorrow night will be his greatest achievement. This is in a strong pool of achievements. Uh, Ryan Girdler, what do yeah, you think? I, I, I just was trying to think of some of the other things he's done. I mean, his portfolio is ridiculous. So, I mean, it, it would it would have to be up there somewhere. It would absolutely have to be somewhere up in the top couple of things that he's been able to achieve. But we're probably talking about a guy that's achieved more in the game than almost any other individual. So mm. um, it, it's hard to say that it would be his greatest, but um, I have to say it's in his top couple. It's the thing is that what he has achieved, because often players say, oh, you know, about records, oh, that's something I'll think about once I've retired. I mean, once he's retired, if he's going to go back and look at his achievements, it's going to be like 15,000-page, you know, novel. Yeah. It's going to take him yeah. a lot to yeah. get through it. Do you yeah. believe it or not, uh, MG? Yeah, I, I believe it. Yeah, I think it, I think since he's been in, I think back-to-back with Broncos was up there, 92, yeah. 93. I think the Origin series last, last year, year is up the origin, there, yep. uh, but I think this would be his his crowning joy. I think this after having you know I know we talk about it, but fifty points off in two games, losing his one of his top star players in the lead up to the the semis, it would be his, his it'd be finest yeah, his finest hour. Yeah, no, I don't believe it. I, I, you know, he took Brisbane their first ever premiership. That's pretty. Pretty Huge. big, isn't and it? And I thought what he did last year with Queensland and Origin was pretty that was good. significant, right? No one gave yep. him a chance. 2010 with the Dragons. So, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm, no, mm. no, I'm saying no. I don't believe it. No. You're saying okay. no? Sorry, South fans. Okay. Now, little dog, dog in a manger. Sorry, right, to finish it. off. There is your <laughs> final. Brett, Brett <laughs> underscore Reed 7 on Twitter, <laughs> South fans. <laughs> That's your final, believe it or not, for 2021. What a segment. How good. <laughs> Wrap it all up shortly <laughs> on the Saturday Scrum. <laughs> Triple M, Saturday Scrub for King G. Triple M rocks footy. MG Kurtz, Reedy and Sony Squires, time for this. Over beer? Well, Canadian Club wants to stock your fridge. The next big thing. Okay, we're looking at a grand final. Everything's big, but what is the next big thing, Ryan Girdler, for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? What oh. the, oh, <laughs> well, I'm usually not on this hour, Tony. Oh. I'm usually You're... gone by now. You're springing all this stuff on me. What's the next it's, big thing? It's written in the rundown. Yeah, I don't read rundowns. What is it? Uh, I'll, I'll come back to you. I'll let the, the, the professionals show the you next how it's done. Thing. Really, what's the next big thing it's for you? It's a catchy little jingle. It is. I don't know what that um, is about. I'm gonna, I'm, look, I'm going to go with Suncorp Stadium. Grand final at Suncorp Stadium. One-off, historic moment for the game. Uh, never happen again, mm. uh, and I think yeah. Okay, I like Great. that. What, what is, uh, uh, do you want, that do, want me to explain? It's it a big thing, mate. It's a big thing. Oh, it's just a big thing. Just okay. a big thing. <laughs> big old thing. It's a big old thing, baby. What a segment. Uh, it's good. Well, oh. it has been good until this point. <laughs> yeah. Yes, MG, what's the next big thing? My next big thing is the left edge of Penrith, the right edge of South Sydney against each other. Kick out on sewer. Sewer on kick out. That's my... Bang, see how that's done? That was a big thing. thing. I cannot wait to watch that. So can you play the segment opener again, please, because as Ryan was first (laughs) off, and I just... Here we go. What's time for... Over beer? Well, Canadian Club wants to stock your fridge. Yeah. The next big thing... It's next. What do you, what's the next big thing for you, Ryan? Um, 
Uh, oh, what? Oh, far out. Wayne, um, I don't know. Uh, I haven't got a big. You, you, you were with words. I'm not. No, I'm not in it. Yeah, okay. Okay. Nothing better than working with professionals, Tony. Who, who wins then? Who wins tomorrow night, Ryan? Well, I'm going to say Penrith, Tone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say uh, Penrith are going to win. They're going to win by ten. Okay. Um, and Mike Life Church, I think I said it earlier. In the day, is uh, Abby Coruscant. What are you laughing at, MG? Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I know. You're just excited. Yeah, he started off the afternoon with little butterflies in his tummy, a bit nervous. Now they're now, How I'm, feeling? Getting, now, now I'm getting closer to a beer. That's what I'm excited about. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like a Canadian club. Sorry, yes, Canadian <laughs> yes. oh. club with ice and lime. It's been a long season, ladies and gentlemen. That is the next big thing. Been. So, what is your next big thing, MG? Uh, no, I mean, what is your <laughs> And by how many? Okay, Penrith win the game. It's going to be tit for tat, I reckon, for 30 or 40 minutes. Probably looking at 18 nil, 20 minutes in the second, uh, 18 all, 20 minutes in the second half. Wow. And then I think Penrith will kick a field goal, Nathan Cleary, and then I think they'll score. 19 18? No, 23-18. Okay, he misses the kick. He doesn't care about it. They've won. Yeah, okay. Let someone else take it, like Ben. Yeah, probably someone who's. Is anyone leaving? Maybe. Dan Gag, I can take it if he wants. There you go. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, Did you give us Isaiah, Clive, no, Isaiah yeah. for the Clive Churchill medal? Okay. I'm going to go by South to win by two points, 24-22. And my Clive Churchill medal is going to be Cam Murray. I think he's going to be a, he's a superstar. He is. Yeah, Cam he is. Murray's a superstar. Can I just, what I think we should just quickly say is a big mm. shout out to the great Peter Sterling. Yes. Uh, because tomorrow afternoon will be his great final call. call uh, mm. With Channel Nine, uh, will be with the grand final. He deserves to go out with the grand final. I'm hoping that he will still be here with us uh, yep. next year. But in terms of his TV career, he's pulling the pin, and it's been a brilliant one, an inspirational one, may I say. And, and also our team, Nathan. Yes. And yep. it's a, it's our final Saturday show, and Charlie, who was here for the majority of it, and Big Tone out there, Soprano. Um, yes. So thank you to everyone involved in the year so well far. Said. It's been great. Indeed, uh, for the supporters of South Sydney and Penrith, uh, good luck tomorrow. Go for it. <laughs> Scrum for King G. Pushing the limits in comfort, technology and design. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream.